host, as always, Erin Pym, and I am the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, we have artist, writer, expressionist, <laughs> Siobhan Darlan. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Good, good. <laughs> this has been a long time coming. I know. I know. You were away for a while. I was away for a while, and I remember, like the first time you approached me about this, being like, "Hey, do you want to do this podcast?" And I was like, "I don't know if I have like enough sex going on in my life right now to do this." Uh, <laughs> I was just like, "Maybe, maybe when it picks up again." <laughs> funny that I get that reaction a lot um there, there yeah people are like oh well I'm not really having any sex I know <laughs> like, well, I don't need to be like having tons of sex <laughs> to be doing my podcast true it and I was like you know help. and I'm like I've had it like yeah so I'd have stuff to talk about yeah but when it's like a couple months ago and you're just like do this and I was like later <laughs> <laughs> Later. Yeah, yeah. So now it works. Now it works. Things are now like, you're having tons of sex. Oh my god! Yeah, no, no, no. Well, like a little bit, a little bit, a, <laughs> a little bit, of a sex. little bit. Yeah, the sex is great. Yeah, well, like it picked up. I had like as I was just telling you, like I had this lover come visit me this summer. Mm-hmm. We had actually met on a kink site like almost three years ago now. Really? Yeah, and it was the first time ever meeting in person. Yeah. So it was just a week of absolute love. It was. Amazing. And, yeah, like, boning and stuff, so. <laughs> Love and also boning. Yeah. Um, so you talked to this person online for, like, three years? Yeah, before almost. meeting them? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because they live in Australia. New wow. Zealand-born, Australia-living, um, and happened to be visiting Vancouver, mm-hmm. and came over for six days to visit me here in Toronto. Oh, man. Yeah. Amazing. What website? What kink website? Uh, FetLife. On FetLife. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, like, attracted you to this person? He saw me, actually. Like, I posted, I just started, I was, after this awful breakup, I was living in Holland, it was, like, a couple years ago, living in Holland, someone suggested, you know, just, like, dress up in lace and, like, take sexy pictures and just own it and, like, be sexy and, like, by the way, like, maybe join this site. Like, I don't know. And I was like, sure, I'll do all of that. <laughs> Let's go! And I just, like, got... Whoa! Like way too into it. Like at first, and then, uh, <laughs> what does that look like? What's way too? Into it's it? just like masturbating all the time, and just like I just finally learned how to do it at that point. I was, how like, to masturbate? Yeah, like <laughs> successfully, like kind of like knowing a little bit what I was doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. I feel like for you, like you learned at a younger age. I don't know. I learned, I don't know, like, I humped pillows and stuff when I was super young. Yeah? I did a lot of humping. (laughs) I don't know if I, like, had the intricacies of, like, touching, like, my clitoris and stuff like this. Yeah. Young? I didn't do that until actually kind of later and and then I got a vibrator and it was all over and I'm like okay yeah for life yeah right and you're like no more couple tunnels (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. I felt like, I don't know, when I was in high school, there would be people that I would have, like, kind of phone sex with, I guess. Yeah. Um, But I think I was better at making it sound like I knew what I was doing than actually knowing what I was doing. Yeah, the performance. The bright. So, and then it was kind of fun, but also I was like, do I like what I'm doing? I'm just kind of doing it. So, I don't know. Yeah, was that, is this about my own pleasure? Yeah, exactly. I wasn't too sure that it was. So, that was, yeah, when I finally joined FetLife a couple years ago, I was talking to all kinds of people, and there's this, like, gorgeous girl in Ireland I was talking to, and she was giving me some lovely pointers. Oh, yeah? Yeah, 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 and things like that. So what was Um, she saying? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She was, oh, what did I have to... I think I had to refer to her as Miss. It was definitely kind of uh, a little bit of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that going on a little bit. Yeah, she just kind of, like, walked me through it. There was, like, a couple other people I talked to. Yeah, and it just kind of became fun. So that's when I first started, I guess, getting... Mastering for real? Yeah, for real. (laughs) For real. For real. Like, about your own pleasure. Yeah, and just, like, figuring it out and having fun with it and exploring that. And, yeah, so it was on this site. Like, I introduced myself in one of the forums, and uh, this guy uh, saw my pictures, and we started talking and messaging, um, and he was very, very attractive, (laughs) and he thought so I was too, and (laughs) yeah, no, we just hit it off, we just clicked, yeah, he's a spectacular person. Like, he is really into poetry and all that. And as are you. As am I. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was amazing finally meeting him in person this summer. That's crazy. Yeah, and it was great. And now I'm just like, maybe I guess I'll have sex again and stuff. <laughs> so, like, that happened. I guess, yeah, I can. Because it's going to be a while until I see him again. Yeah, right. Yeah, to, like, Since to go to Australia. Really? <laughs> On the other side of the globe? Yeah, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Will you, you'll continue to talk to him Oh, now. yeah, yeah, of course, of yeah. course. So but. do you guys, like, text now? Have you upgraded, like, to... Um, well, I mean, we've been messaging on, like, Facebook and Snapchatting and, like, Instagram. Like, that's been everything. happening for years now. So everything. So, yeah. 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 And is it, like, what kind of th- stuff do you talk about? Like, everything? Or is it just sex stuff? Or... It's... Not just sex, though. Like, that was kind of the cool thing about meeting someone on a kink site, because you talk about sex, obviously. Yes, like, that's... the kink site. Right? That comes up. Uh, <laughs> um, so we kind of already knew what our similar interests were in terms of that, and what things we'd want to explore with each other, mm-hmm. and that was really cool, because that was when I first started to realize I would be open to more things if I knew it would be a turn-on for my partner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so... Which is a huge truth, like... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it was it was neat just exploring all the things that I could be interested in and, yeah. and trying and things like that. So, but no, we talk about, we talk about poetry, um, just about what's going on in our life. Yeah, he's, uh, he, t- he, oh, that was so nice. He took me, like, on a date. Uh, but that was basically just, um, like, Skyping or whatever. And a he, Skype date? A Skype date. And he, he went for a skate around where he's living and took me to the beach and everything. So I got to see. That was really cool. All through Skype? Really, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he just went, like, for a skate went to, like, the cafe and got himself a coffee and then went to this beach. And I kind of got to, like, see it all. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, go to, with him. Right? Just go with him and be, like, held around or, like, just put into his pocket and got to see the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I was like 
in a bedroom in the dark. Because <laughs> <laughs> the time change. Because like, of the time, time yeah, it's like a 14 you. hour difference there. Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so night and day. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was super nice, yeah. Aww, so what did you guys do when he was here? Like, what happened when you first met this guy? Like, oh, there is such a thing as love at first sight. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. It was... It was a little crazy. Um, I was so nervous, obviously. And I think he was, too. Uh, and But, yeah, we just had an amazing time. Uh, finally, went to Hanlon's Point. Yeah. Uh, like, the, I hadn't been to the island since I was a small child. Yeah. So it was finally good to be back and, and be, be naked. naked. What? Be naked on a beach. It was so good. Yeah. I had never done that before. Yeah, and I have, fun. like, really weird reservations about my body sometimes. Like, really? Oh, totally. I have, like, all of the insecurity. <laughs> Everybody does. Yeah, I feel like... People do, but I let it kind of, like, inhibit my life sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, so this really? was, this is why I was saying, like, the first time I enjoyed summer, it was kind of just deciding, like, not to give a shit. Like, I'm just gonna dress weather appropriate and not trying to cover myself in all of the denim or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and the summer was hot, so. So it worked out. It worked out. Timing worked out. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, oh my gosh. Have you been to Hanlon's? Oh, yeah. It's... It's we beautiful. We it's... just went once this summer. We went yeah. with a small group of Matt's friends, um, and like Matt's work friends. And it wasn't like the super people I'm close to. There are a handful of Matt's friends that are like a tight group. It was like kind of the outer group that oh. we went with that we're not so close to. Was that cool? So or? It was cool. I just went topless though. Like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, if it was the other group or just with Matt or maybe with my, oh, right. my close friends. But I like your acquaintances don't need to see everything basically. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny actually. The one guy who's uh, a really amazing dude. He was the most dressed. He had like a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> he had like a hat covering. He had glasses. He had like maybe he wore shorts, but maybe not. Like, maybe. Oh my gosh, like, really? And he brought like sixty SPF. <laughs> it was so funny. It was really very funny. That is too uh, funny. Yeah, which I was very grateful for the lotion actually. Oh right. Because I didn't think. And I'm like, oh gosh, you would have burned probably. Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't bring umbrellas or anything. No. So like we were in full sun. I'm oh like, man! Actually, thank God for this person. Yeah. It's just like so so prepared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was excited because I haven't had like a beach day in a while. I think I think last summer when I was in Holland, I w- went to the beach once with my mom, but it was like just like an early morning bike ride, a quick dip in the sea, and then cycling back like immediately basically mm-hmm. not not like a full beach day i yeah. think that was it that's like pretty sad so i was so excited this time i had this giant bag and we went to oh went to honest eds i was like you have to see honest eds <laughs> because it's not gonna be here anymore yeah. and it's an institution you gotta, you gotta go and i was like and like we need beach towels so this is where we're gonna get that <laughs> right so we just did that and loaded up yeah um, just had everything brought, I did have sunscreen, that was good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. What he was very, you? he was very good at taking care of me while I was here and everything, so he, like, made sure that I had sunscreen and everything. Because, yeah. I mean, he, he was probably not gonna burn. Like, I still put sunscreen on him, but he lives fine. in Australia. He's, like, already super tanned. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm, like, a pale Canadian that, like, never takes off her clothes, so. <laughs> Each day since that one time with my mom. Yeah, like, over a year ago. ago. Yeah, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I, actually, I finally got like a decent tan for the first time in ages because I was working outside all summer. But yeah, so this time at the beach that was incredible. I was like naked in front of strangers and loving it, yeah. having the best time. We went near Pride, like just before oh, Pride. Cool. So like it was so full. It was like so full of dudes. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. <laughs> And, like, there are a lot of cock rings, a lot of cock rings. Really? Because I feel like people were, just because of, like, Pride was coming up, I feel like there's a lot of cruising happening. Oh. So, like, you know, people want to, like, look uh, engorged. <laughs> they want to look big, you know. Oh, that's funny. Because we're like, why, we're like, why wear a ring? Like, because we know you're not big. We know you're, like, yeah. semi-hard or hard. Like, oh, wow, okay. So it kind of was like, 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 who cares if you're big, by the way, but like, we're like, you're hard, you're not, I don't know. Yeah! <laughs> we're kind of was a little confusing, but we're like, you know what, if that's what makes you feel confident, then go I guess so, it, right? You know? It was confident, but I'd be like, I don't know, if I had to, I could be like... And was, like, self-conscious of the size. It'd be like, this isn't flaccid, but, like, it could grow. To, who knows, yeah, right? Like, I'm not don't a even. Shower, but I'm a grower. Oh, I, it, it grows, yeah. <laughs> but also, we're like, from a health standpoint, we're like. Right, even sand gets in there some, I don't know. But also, we're like, you're not, you shouldn't wear a ring for, for more that long? than. I don't know what the time limit is. I don't know what like, it is. Not but... for more than an hour, I feel oh, like. Oh, seriously. You shouldn't wear one for more than an hour. Oi, yeah, and oof, oof. So, like, what about taking know, that off and stuff? I don't stuff? know how long these guys oh, are God. rings for, but we saw one purple penis. We're like, that guy's got to take off that ring. Like, did you tell anyone, like, hey, like, are you, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm really concerned for you right now? <laughs> it's looking... It's fucking not good. I know. <laughs> like you want to keep sensation there, right? Like yeah, if it's numb, you got just it. just put on just put on your little speedo for a bit and give it a break. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> yeah. 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 I wonder if you just take a break for a half hour. Right. Back in. Just with the ring. just lie on your stomach, tan your back. Just just give it a little bit of a break. Like I'm worried for you. I'm a concerned citizen. <laughs> totally. <laughs> But we had fun, yeah. So, okay, so you went to Hanlon's. Yeah. And um, then, oh, went to the X. I hadn't been to the c &E in years either. Yeah, I went to the X, yeah. Um, had lots of sex. We had, you know, a good amount of sex. A good amount yeah. of sex. Yeah. Did yeah. you have, like, all, like, the kinky sex oh. that, like... Oh, my God. One <sighs> think you might have meeting on FetLife? <sighs> I feel like I'm, like, getting really excited just, like, remembering it right now. Oh, my God. Like... <laughs> It's bad, but yes. Um, what would be the point? Like, hi, we met on a king site. Let's just have the most vanilla it's sex. Heteronormative <laughs> sex. Yeah. Um, so no, it was nice no kinky sex. It was what was required. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's like the only reason why I'm, you know, like pursuing, like dating or maybe having more sexual encounters again because like kink is a thing that kind of wakes me up. You know. Mm -hmm. Vanilla stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, like, I got laid, but, like, do I give a shit? No, I yeah. don't. I, d I don't. I'd rather just, like, have a really good dinner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A nice time to get Right? It. Yeah, no, I mean, even by myself. Like, I'd rather just have, like, food by myself than have, like, super vanilla sex with someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just where I'm <laughs> Have you always felt that way? I think, I think for a while, yeah. I mean, I've been on FetLife for almost three years now, yeah. so... But I mean, even since when I first started having sex, yeah, 
I, um, yeah, I don't know. Were you like, this isn't enough? Like, did you feel Well, like yeah, I mean, I was, like, always kind of pursuing okay. it harder. Like, I wanted it, like, I, there had to, I don't know. There didn't have to be, but it was super cool if there was, like, a choking or some sort of, some sort of dynamic going on some or a little of bit of... play or yeah, role play or something Or just like exploring that. different things or a little bit like, ooh, that's a little bit taboo. And yeah. So things like that, like, outside or... Like, ass-licking, or... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sure, why not? Like, this Did is... you find yourself, like, bored with just, like, normal... Say, if it was just missionary... Um, not, no, because even missionary can be amazing. It if it's be. with the right person, right? You're right. Yeah, right? It can be. I guess it's just... It just doesn't do as much for me. It doesn't feel like the experience it can be. It just feels like, okay, like an obligation sometimes. You know, yeah. if it's super vanilla. And also, if you're not really connected, or... I don't know... Uh, like, I joked about at your show having, like, the most casual sex, and sometimes that's just nice, just being like, I guess we're just, we're just gonna do it, and yeah. not care about anything, and sometimes that's nice, but I do definitely think gravitate towards kink sex. I live, I just where you get the most pleasure, I think. Yeah. 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 Are bit. you a kinkster, like, where you enjoy pain? I do. You do? Because that's, but like, a very small percentage. Even Is it actually? Even kinksters, like, yeah, I have a, a friend who's a dominatrix and uh, a couple ladies that work in the field, and yeah. they're like, it's actually people that see, even people that see doms, a very small percentage of them, people that see doms, yeah. and actually enjoy pain. Like, it's more about the dynamic and, like, kind of the psychological game and all of True. that. True, yeah. It's actually... Interesting. Yeah. It's I guess, rare. yeah. I mean, like, pain will do it for me. <laughs> well, especially if it's, like, pain followed by pleasure or if it's, like, mixed in and stuff like that. Yeah, Definitely sure. if it's with the person I'm with. Um, and that was, oh, that was, like, the most beautiful thing about having this guy visit, because there was so much trust built up by that point, right? Because yeah. we had been talking consistently. We knew how to communicate. We we were in love, you know? So yeah. it was just, it was such, like, a safe space to explore. Each. So, yeah, I was like, I could take pain then. <laughs> I could take it. I do, like, I'm a total switch, though, like... Yeah, you're okay. versatile. I'm very versatile. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I can dish it and I can take it. I can dish it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I do. Ooh, this is yes. This is I can tell you about this. I actually, yeah. I have like a houseboy now. Like, really? Yeah, I have a bitch. You got a little sub. Yes, I do. Sub yeah. Around. So I hasn't. It started off slowly, like about when I first moved back to Toronto. Mm -hmm. That's. How many years? About two years ago. Um, I had no money. And so I was browsing Craigslist being like, how can I get money? Um, and one of the options was selling dirty socks. And I was like, I can do that. That sounds great. Um, so I met this person. And just because I'm, like, super flaky sometimes, it was very sparsely that we met. Um so you met this person that put out the ad. Yeah, yeah, and sold him socks. socks. Yeah, yeah. So we socks. we kept it like continuous, but that's what I mean. Like it, it was not very consistent, but that was like mostly my bad. Um, but it started picking up again recently, and he, I don't know, like revealed that he was open to more, and I was more like, more than just buying your more socks. than just buying socks, like <laughs> you know, doing this. favors for me and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. Yeah, you can totally like do my laundry and buy me food and yes, yeah, so clean my house. Yeah, so doing <laughs> so yeah. laundry, so doing your chores. Yes, for you. um, and it's 
great. And so now he's become not just my bitch. He's like my the, like the apartment bitch. The household. Yeah, boy, yeah, the yeah. House the boy, the, the houseboy. House That's what I mean. Yeah, he's yeah. the houseboy. Yeah. Um, so he's doing like doing these tasks for how many people? Usually three of us. Uh, one of my other roommates and I, we have very much like adapted to this role like the most. Yeah. Uh, I get called princess. Yeah. Uh, she gets called goddess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's great. And we have him do like really stupid tasks, like write essays sometimes. Oh, just for fun. Yeah, but tasks. actually, yeah. Oh, and I'm so glad to have someone in on this with me now uh, <laughs> to kind of like figure out, ooh, like what what interesting things could we have this houseboy do? Yeah. Um, and it's great. And she's had him write these fantastic essays about how he actually got into this. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Why? Why it is something that he's into? Uh, what the, his origin stories are, basically. Yeah, you know what? I kind of was having a thing with a dude where I was uh, in a sub uh, relationship for a little bit, and one of the most interesting things he got me to do was write him like a five hundred word paragraph of basically what you're saying, my origin story of why, like psychologically why do i think i'm drawn to like servitude and all this kind of sub mindset mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and to me i had always just i always have just gravitated towards being like a submissive mm-hmm. type of a lover and not really analyzed why but he actually really got me to think about Interesting. you know what has happened to me in my life that i feel like i need you know, either to be, like, punished or to get praise or to serve, you know, all these things. Like, to really analyze it on, like, a psychological kind of a level. And to me, that was, like, so satisfying to really think about all that. Definitely. And so that way you have your knowledge of how... What was was some of the... Uh, It was just, like, um, throughout my life, I always felt the need to be perfect and, like, always striving to, you know, give 150% and just, I hated to not be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I figured why I felt that way was because deep down I know I'm not. Right. You know? Like every other human being. Yeah. (laughs) Like every day I'm fighting against that. Like, I don't feel this way so, so much in my daily life anymore. Actually, I really don't anymore in the past, say, five years. I've really, like, let that go. But Yeah, but that takes a while, though. Yeah, like, a big part of my adolescent and young adult life, Mm -hmm. every day I fought to be perfect. Like, every day I... Man. I was fighting that. Like, to control everything, to just have my hand in everything I did and to have it work perfectly, which is impossible, right? Yeah. Why I had the root of why I had so much anxiety right? in my early kind of adulthood. And yeah, just the, the flip side of that, like the need to get to that truth that I'm really not perfect. I'm trying to articulate it. Like it's, you need to be truthful with yourself. Yeah. You know? And the truth is that you're not perfect, and you can't do everything, and you can't control everything, and you can't have everything. Like, so to really get in touch with that, Mm -hmm. that, like, you know, sometimes I'm a piece of shit. Sometimes (laughs) I'm bad, a bad person. Sometimes I do shitty things. I make poor decisions. 
you know, I fail. Yeah. Like to get in touch with that truth <laughs> is like really cathartic. Oh, definitely. And important. Yeah. And also like primal and like sexy. It is though. To be that raw and honest yeah. with yourself. And I feel like a lot of people are drawn to a more submissive role. I think well, from what I've read, like, women in particular, um, and, uh, I don't know, just drawn to them more submissive role because of what you said, you know, they have all this control and kind of this anxiety and this, like, need to be perfect, and maybe in their day-to-day life, they're in a position of, like, management or power, um, Yeah, which you know was I mean? me. Which, which was, was you. Me. I was well, a yeah, restaurant exactly. owner. I managed, I And just to, like, surrender real. all that and yeah. relinquish all that power and just to yeah. the be controlled. Vacation. Yeah, and yeah. Like an and just to let go and just be told what to do and just have let your mind like kind of go blank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, somebody at that point when I was telling them I was doing that task, writing that, trying to really explore why, the person was like, well, I feel like a lot of people gravitate towards a submissive role is because they're lazy and they just <laughs> want to lie there. And I was like, what? oh. No. Ooh, I'm like, you don't get it then. Do you know how much work like, you have to put I'm in? I'm working so hard. The sub is like you. Yeah, there's so much work that goes the into sub it. Sub is working mm. like, mm-hmm. and I was so like, no, no, I'm gonna write the best paragraph and show it to you too. Yeah, like, to show you that like people that are wanting to sub like are not just wanting to like later and have shit done to them. No, I think that's, like, again, in a very, like, kind of vanilla perspective. Just imagining the kind of, what, starfishing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what they're picturing. It's like, no. Have the other person do stuff. Yeah, right? Yeah, no. I was like, no. That's not what this is. (laughs) And on that level, I was actually talking about my friend, uh, Shane, she's she's a dominatrix, like, about what a satisfying dynamic this was with this person and what I loved about it because from my perspective the sub is doing like all the work a lot of work yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but for me he put in as much work as the dom as I yeah like that's perfect then so many interesting tasks and like giving me praise when I needed giving me like punishment type stuff when I was desiring that and like being very attentive and empathetic as well like that's beautiful yeah it was a really good and dynamic. that's the ideal that's what it's supposed to be though you're supposed to put in equal work for each other yeah and, and that's exactly what it was good yeah yeah so we don't we haven't talked in a long long time this was like a long time ago but right um yeah the odd time i shoot him a message like, <laughs> hi sir yes <laughs> yes <laughs> you know hope you're well yeah <laughs> oh that's nice yeah we're so over time. Are we actually? That's so funny. We That's went, so funny. The last time I looked, it was 20 minutes. Now it's 27. Oh, no way. So we're going to take a quick break. Yeah, sure. <laughs> on a tangent. That's great, though. Uh, and we'll be right back with Siobhan. Siobhan. 
Well, folks, I'm recording this on a Friday, which means that two exciting things are happening for me. Number one is that I get to release an all-new episode of the Bedpost podcast. But secondly, today's the day that I head down to the Social Capital Theatre to check out the $12 Two Free Pints comedy show, which features the very best of Toronto Improv weekly. It starts 9.30 every Friday, but that is not the only show happening at the Social Capital Theatre, and it's not even the only show happening at the Social Capital Theatre tonight. No matter what day of the week you're listening to this, there is a live show being staged this evening. Find out which one you're going to go see at socap.ca or facebook.com slash the socap. Hello, welcome back everybody. We're here with Siobhan Dierland. Yeah. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) You literally just said, I don't care how you pronounce it, just say it sexy. Yeah, that's that's literally how it's pronounced. Yeah, exactly. It's pronounced sexily. Yeah, basically. Any any accent, any whichever. Yeah. Throw an accent. As long as it sounds good. <laughs> so we were saying that you kind of recently came out. Yeah, like again. Uh- <laughs> came out again. Right? Hey, what's the first time? Well, the out? first time... Was I guess when I was like sixteen, I was like, "Hey, mom, I'm bi." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, uh, that's cool." Uh, like Lady Gaga likes girls too, you know, loving with my muffin. I was like, "Mom, do you know what that means?" <laughs> so I had to explain that to her. So I feel like that kind of overshadowed my coming out. <laughs> yeah, just being like, okay, but like muffin is it's not like it's not just. It's it's a vagina. Uh, it's like a it's yeah exactly. It's a vulva. I was like trying to explain. Well, this <laughs> with my mom. Just I have to use like very basic terms. Like I had to ex- like explain like the hymen and clitoris and cunnilingus to my mom. Basically, really? well, not that bad, but like a little bit. A I was like, bit. a little bit. <laughs> so I don't know. So that was when I was sixteen. I first started coming out as bi, which is not a label. I use anymore, really? Yeah. Because, yeah, as you were just saying, like, last year, yeah. I came out as queer, I guess. Yeah. So what does queer mean to you? Well, for me, I How guess is it I different use... different than bi? Because it's not only, for me, like, I, I love the umbrella term queer, because I've learned that so much has happened in the last couple of years for, in my life, and I'm, I'm sure for many people's lives, and so much can change. And just with more knowledge, we know that, like, gender and sexuality, they're all on a spectrum, and everything is fluid. And so, for me, uh, I love the term queer because it kind of encompasses the fluidity of my gender and sexuality. Okay. So, yeah, I guess it was in the last year that I started using the word or the terms gender queer and gender fluid more to describe myself. Mm-hmm. And I love I love queer is just an overall umbrella term because it encompasses cool, I'm like, I don't know, sexually attracted to whatever genders. Mm-hmm. And I also don't always identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so queer kind of refers to who you're attracted to and who you yeah. form relationships with, but also influences gender identity. Yeah, so I feel that that's why I just love basic word queer. I don't know, people are using all these labels now. And I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, and there's so many now, but yeah, I think there's... Yeah, which is awesome, and I feel like sometimes that helps people kind of 
figure out their identity. But for me, I'm just I'm just happy saying queer now. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, just, let's, we'll just end there and just, I don't know, I'm just going to feel however I feel on any given day. We'll, yeah. we'll see. So, yeah. yeah, but it's been interesting. So I have, like, Seamus as kind of my alter ego. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for when I'm actually feeling, like, super masculine. Yeah. I'll tell you this anecdote. It was so embarrassing. Um, it was when I first started kind of accepting this about myself, um, I guess last summer. I wish I had been on Tumblr like ages ago. I probably would have known about this so long ago when I needed all this info. Um, <laughs> like even when I was in my first year of university, uh, which is what, like six years ago? Oh my God, I'm so old. <laughs> um, it's just crazy. Uh, but yeah, I at that time I was like, I feel... Like, a boy lesbian? I don't know what this means, but I'm still attracted to boys. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to figure it out. And I wasn't... I could tell I was having these feelings, but I didn't know any of it. And I was like, I don't know. We'll just see where life goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was like last year that I actually started to be like, oh, okay, there's like a bit of gender stuff going on here. Cool, let's, let's work with this. Let's see where this is going. Mm-hmm. So I was going to this party, and I... I don't know, where, like, uh, my hair was all up in a beanie, and I had, like, a tie on with a gesture, and was rocking, like, skinnies, and, I don't know, I was feeling, like, pretty cool, and I get there, and it's, like, just a ton of queer people, I was like, what? Well, hey, this is great, (laughs) and it was amazing, because, like, as soon as I get into, like, the kitchen at this house party... Um, this is where I was, like, living at the time, too, but, like, not really living. It was, like, a little bit weird. Be like, oh, yeah, technically, like, that's my bedroom, but, like, I don't really live here anymore. (laughs) So, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm realizing, like, oh, this was, like, my house. It was, like, my house party, but anyways. (laughs) But I was, like, going there from, like, another... Anyways, I was walking over there with friends, and I was on the walk there, feeling very masculine, and all of a sudden, I kind of felt it take over me, and I just, I felt like I just slipped into... It didn't feel like a character. It just felt like myself, but unexplored, you know? Or I was finally able to just let it all out. I don't know. It was still, it's even talking about it because it's still so new to me. It's yeah. it's weird, but I just remember this sensation of being like, I feel different. This feels very much like me, but it's, it's a different me. I don't know. Uh, but I, I go to this party and all these queer people are there. And I hit it off with, like, the cutest girl. Oh, my gosh. She had, like, these gorgeous, like, green cat eyes and, like, a shaved head and curves. And we were making out. And it was amazing. And I realized, though, she met this, like, uber-confident, so chill version of myself that was this more masculine person coming out um who is way less anxious than I am like on a day-to-day basis yeah Yeah, so I was just having this amazing time at this party like feeling I guess I can't remember if I had the name Seamus yet um I think I did but I I wasn't using it yet but I could tell okay I feel like Seamus um I'm introducing myself as Siobhan but like I I don't feel like Siobhan I feel more like Seamus right now interesting yeah yeah and it was (laughs) it was like a couple weeks later there was this um there's, oh, there's, there's, like, this other, like, fantastic like, queer person that I'd very briefly met, uh, sorry, at this party, and I saw them 
on the train, and I and I went up to them. I was like, "Oh, hey!" And they're wearing headphones, and I don't think they're just like, "Who is this person?" Um, and I was like, "No, like we we know each other." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is so awkward. Like, please, like no one else on the train, just like no, please don't, don't, don't watch me have this horrible encounter right now." I was like, "No, like we we know each other. Like we met." And I was like, "Hi, I'm Siobhan. We met at this party." And they're like, "Oh yeah." So then we had this awkward conversation until I think, thankfully, one of us got off. Not soon enough. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it was awkward. But then I realized, yeah, because they were seeing me as Siobhan right after, like, after the diner. So I was, like, probably super caffeinated. And, like, my hair was all down. And I was looking very, very feminine. And yeah. I was like, hi, hi, how are you? And they're like, no, please, don't be, don't be weird. Like, we know each other. And it was, it was that. It was me. Oh, it was that version of me. And not, like, the cool, like, super casual, confident, no worries, shameless version that they'd seen at the party. Yeah. And they were probably like, who the fuck is this person? I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it was still me, but, like, very different people that they met. And yeah. I was like, I can't. So do you think they recognized you at all? I don't know. Even by the end of the I, d- I honestly, like, I don't. They might have just been nice. Like, they were might yeah. have just, I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, great. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know. And then I was like, I wanted to talk to that girl I had hooked up with. Yeah. But I was like... What do I do? Like, she met Seamus. How do I explain? Like, I'm not always cool like that. Like, <laughs> like that's just when I'm more masculine, like, so dope and, like, so relaxed. And I'm just not always. Sometimes I'm neurotic and super feminine. And sometimes I'm confident and feminine. But, like, God. Like, yeah. how do I? So I just never did. You uh, didn't? I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Right? Okay. I know. I feel like they probably would have super understood it, too. It seems like that was the crowd. Right? Yeah. Effective. But it was still so new to me. Like, I hadn't come you out... You didn't even know. I yeah. hadn't come out yet, really, with it. I think only a couple friends knew at that point. Yeah. So I was still like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Even now, I'm still like, I kind of, like, have read more, but I still don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, sorry, I'm just I like, feelings. You... <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to, like, read about it? Oh, yeah. It more I, that's, like, something that's super missing from my life right now, just, like, having more of a queer community. So, yeah. So, I mentioned at your show that I was, like, starting dating again. Yeah. It was all, like, like men. And, like, men who very much identify as As straight men. And I was just like... cis men. cis straight... White men. And I was like, "Mm, mm, there's a reason why this isn't doing it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely need, like, some more queer friends and more queer dating in my life right now. Yeah. So... Is there, like, a platform that's not... Is there, like, a queer... I know there's, like, Grindr and stuff like that, but is there, like, an OkCupid that's I'm on OkCupid, and I, I, I have I have queer on my profile, and I'm trying to, like, get in touch with, like, other queer people. Yeah. And there's a Facebook thing. Like, there's Facebook everything now. Like, yeah. all, like, the Toronto groups and whatnot. So yeah. there is one for uh, queer dating and community and stuff. So yeah. I have not delved into that much though i don't know it's nerve-wracking yeah yeah a little bit like just dating or like all this kind of new stuff that's that you're experiencing well probably well i mean we'll start with dating yeah probably both probably and then dating like people that i it's like it's it's hard you know you i feel like i still have so much to prove i don't know because it's it still feels new to me yeah but I don't feel like a complete novice. I feel like I, I know myself, but also, like, I don't... Does anyone? I don't know. But that's what I was just going to say. We're all on a journey, right? right? Of figuring it this out. Is, so. This is literally, like, my slogan all the time. Like, 
They're like, How, how's it doing? And I'm like, whatever. It's a process. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Trying my best. Trying, yeah. <laughs> I think that's literally like on my OkCupid profile. It's something like, oh, like, what are you doing with your life? When I read it, I was like, Jesus, loaded question. Uh, so I was like, struggle to exist and try to make art. And people are like, wow, it's so poetic. I'm like, no, this is, this no, is I'm literally like struggling, struggling to exist. Struggle and like real. trying to make art every now and then when the struggle is less intense. I don't know. <laughs> struggle is real. Struggle is real. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, you've got to give yourself that permission to, to. I think I just need to put myself out there and I think it'll be so much easier once I do. But, you know, I'm at the, like, at the start of it, at the cut, so it, it seems super daunting. I'm probably going to nail it, though. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have so many queer friends and, like, oh, yeah. so many queer lovers. I even know people that, I know lots of people that, like, they met their roommate on OkCupid. Like, oh, that's honest, cool. Honestly, have met friends. Yeah, this, I feel like I have probably met friends already. You know, like, I feel like that's not a terrible place for you to start to find, like, a queer... It's not. I don't think so. And um, I, I do appreciate that aspect of it. I feel like I've already started... I would just like to meet them in person now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like I've already, you know, I've started a little bit. Started. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and I've, I'm very much into making new friends right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be great. I don't know. <laughs> Are you back in Toronto for a while now? Yeah, yeah, I'll be back in Toronto for a bit now. You're pretty permanent. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, no, Maybe. I think so. Um, it's actually funny, like, my parents are just like, move back and live with us. Like, are you even okay? Like, just move back. And <laughs> I don't know, yeah, so I definitely just want to have a good time here. Yeah. And I feel like there's definitely more of a queer community here. Toronto's so queer. It is. Yeah. It is. And that was like, obviously, Holland is very open. um, Yeah, is it? But I just, I don't know that they have the same kind of attitudes about it that we do. I don't know. Is there like, were you ever a part of the like LGBTQ? Like a bit. Um, Only only a small bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Not as much as I would have liked to have been. And if I ever go back, then I would love to explore that again. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even just. You know, you can walk down a street holding hands with a girl in Toronto when no one says anything. Yeah. But when I would do that in Holland with a girl I was dating, uh, you know, that's sometimes a big thing that... I mean, obviously it's young, stupid guys, and luckily I knew how to tell them off in Dutch, right? Nice. So, Which is super cool, because then I could impress whoever I was with, being like, oh yeah, like, I know... I know, I know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, flipping my wig here right now. I know. <laughs> right? And, you know, I'm, like, bald underneath, right? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, yeah, it's just, it's just different there. I feel like sometimes it's either still a bit fetishized, um, or... Just taboo? A little bit, yeah, which is weird, because I think they were, like, one of the first countries to legalize marriage, and obviously Mm -hmm. they have very open attitudes towards sexuality and sex and equal rights and stuff like that. Um... Is there a place in Holland? Like, is there a village... That you can go to where you can hold hands with a gal, no problem? I mean, I have in whatever city I was in. Like, yeah. it didn't matter. I would still yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. But it would just me- maybe mean... Is there, like, a gay district, though? Like Oh, probably more so in Amsterdam. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Um... Uh, actually, the town where my... The town where my parents live, um... Is, like, where I had the majority of my experiences dating mm-hmm. other was women. a smaller town? Yeah, it's a smaller town. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know if it's, like... I wouldn't say it's like a queer town. I don't know. It just have maybe it was coincidence. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's just kind of funny, just because 
I'll be with my Dutch friends and in conversation they'll they'll say something that kind of makes me a bit uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like not super queer friendly comment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I mean. So I feel like they're they're a little bit slow on that there. Mm-hmm. Um, like most small towns. Well, even I mean, like even in cities there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just if you're straight and you have like a straight group of friends. Um, whereas I feel like here you can definitely have you know everyone's a mix mixed like group. yeah of like queers and straight people and um mixed races and everything like yeah. it doesn't even matter here i feel like you can have a much more uh eclectic group of friends whereas there it's a little bit more plus like their music scene i don't know i'm just not feeling it anymore no, no. <laughs> like i went to like a house party in amsterdam and it was a relief and a thrill whenever they were playing abba and i'm like i shouldn't be at a <laughs> so excited right i'm like i shouldn't be that excited to hear abba at like <laughs> A young student party in Amsterdam right now. What is going on? So, right? I was like, mm, I'm looking forward to being back in Toronto again. Are <laughs> you happy to be here? You love the queer oh, yes. community? Yes. Toronto? Well, that was like the funny thing. I was working outside of the city this past summer. So every time I would, you know, take the subway back in and get off at my stop, I'd get off and I'd see just like queer people walking out. I was like, yes, I'm back. <laughs> Hello, beautiful people. I love it. I love it. Even just, like, walking down the street and, like, making cute eyes with a girl. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> Here I am. Yes. <laughs> Let's have all the sexy eyes going on right now. Yes. It's great. It's great. Yeah. I feel like I can't do that in Holland, so. No? No. Yeah. No. It's not as much. This is your home, girl. Hey. This is where you belong. Yeah. I love traveling. Love yeah. is in other yeah, places. Yeah, you're a traveler, right? I do. Yeah. Um, but it, it is kind of nice. I finally... I'm really digging living here, so... <laughs> You'll be here for a while? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Siobhan, we're at time, girl. Oh, my God, what? <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, you were telling me you're going to debut a... Yes, yes, so... Something? I just bought the domain name last night, so... It's littlefawn.ca. Uh, so that's going to be the platform in which I'm going to be releasing all kinds of poetry, uh, creative writing, uh, personal essays, and visual artwork as well. So, yeah, that's going to... Thanks. That'll, that'll come out later this year. Yeah. Uh, November 30th is what we're looking at. To little Fawn. L- yeah, launch it publicly. So littlefawn.ca, as in like a little deer, that's me. That's you. <laughs> And uh, you're a little dear, but you're also Siobhan Darlonde. Yes, yes. Ooh, Darlonde. Yeah, say it sexy. Yeah. Yes, sexy. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Siobhan. Thank you, Erin. It was so chat. much fun. Yes. <laughs> and I'll sign off, guys. I'm Erin Pym, and this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Check back often because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see Bedpost live, the Variety Stage Show runs at the SoCap Theater the third Friday of every month at 8 p.m. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica or on Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com. <laughs>